Opening doors to career opportunities in business aviation, especially to those who may feel such opportunities just aren't available to them. From the National Business Aviation Association, this is Flight Plan, brought to you by Varion. I'm Rob Finfrock with your trusted source for the very latest business aviation news and information. Throughout February, NBAA has marked Black History Month by recognizing across its communications and social media channels the significant contributions from African Americans, both past and present, to the development of our nation's aviation community. And at a time when business aviation is focused on bringing new talent into our industry, it's more important than ever to ensure our industry is open and welcoming to people from all backgrounds because we never know what might prove to be the spark for someone to completely reconsider their life's path. I grew up as a poor kid in two of the three worst neighborhoods in South Florida and Miami area. I was a talented athlete. I was not a horrible student because in order for me to play football, my parents were like, look, if you're going to play ball, you're going to have to uh, really keep your grades up. So I didn't really know what I wanted to do in life. I just know whatever I did, I wanted to make money. And uh, my life changed when I had a random chance meeting with an airline pilot in a store. Barrington Irving is an entrepreneur, author, round-the-world pilot, and founder of several programs, including the Flying Classroom and Experience Aviation, to draw young African Americans to STEM-plus educational opportunities and careers in aviation. He was an African American gentleman, and I never saw, you know, a, a black man in that way. And it wasn't until he approached me, because he saw I was staring at him, he approached me and said to me, Hey, son, you ever thought about becoming a pilot? And I looked up at him, and it was as if the heavens were behind him. And I never looked back. Turned down football scholarships, and that was it. Potential financial opportunities draw a lot of people into aviation, I think, Barrington. But I'm sure as you began on your path, you also found that you really do need a passion and love for the industry to truly make that work. Oh, absolutely. Look, I fell in love with aviation Yes, it's a tremendous passion of mine, but I also started to view it as a tool. And flying around the world changed my perspective on that. So flying around the world allowed me to open my eyes to the world, a world of opportunities. And you drew on that perspective to engage with young people around the globe about general aviation and ultimately to other programs toward that goal. I created an organization called Experience Aviation, and we're getting kids to build airplanes first. Then airplanes turn into kids building race cars, and then that turned into kids building hovercraft. And then I got involved in education because the truth of the matter is aviation allows me to really do the things I'm passionate about, which is exploring, mentoring, and helping others through education and giving back. You know, aviation allows me to do that. And of course, I had to work extremely hard, still work extremely hard at what I do alongside amazing people. But aviation allows me to do it. What obstacles did you encounter along the way, Barrington, and how did you overcome them? I think the most immediate obstacle I had to deal with is that aviation is intimidating. And I think that's for anyone uh, from any background. 
aviation is just an intimidating industry. Uh, you look at it, you're like, this is amazing. This is interesting. But it's intimidating. And it's almost, it's almost like saying, hey, you're an astrophysicist or an astronaut. You know, and there are professionals who do amazing things and, and things that requires precision. So I had to get over the intimidation. And part of that intimidation also is you see people professionally dressed up all the time in suits. And, you know, there's a certain professional way they carry themselves, which is amazing, but it could also be intimidating. So I had to get over that. The second part I had to get over was the cost to pursue my dream of, of wanting to fly. I remember I, I'd worked at a, at a grocery store packing groceries, and then I started to clean people's pools, and I didn't know how to swim back then. I couldn't believe, I still can't believe I did that. You know, because if I would have fallen into the deep end of the pool, it wouldn't have been a pretty picture. But there's some challenges where things can be cost prohibitive. And then there's also the challenge of how do I navigate Aviation is, is diversified as it relates to the pathways you can take to get somewhere. And as great as that is, it can be cumbersome because you don't necessarily know the way or which way or, or, or understanding of any way. So, you know, those were some of the challenges and also having a sense of identity in the industry I'm actually glad to see how the industry has become more diverse and see how the industry uh, is expanding to anyone who just has a passion around aviation, flying, business. And that's pretty cool to see because when I first started, I I really had to answer the question of, is this the, the space or the culture that I belong in? And coming up, we'll meet two emerging young professionals who, thanks in part to Barrington's efforts, found that they absolutely belong in our industry. But first, a word from our sponsor. Take your aviation operations to new heights. Introducing Baryon, formerly known as ATP, your ultimate partner in achieving maximum aircraft uptime. At Varion, we understand the challenges faced by everyone in aviation. Our industry-leading technology solutions revolutionize aircraft management, so there's no more waiting, no more wondering, and no more wasted effort. Get real-time visibility of your maintenance, inventory, operations, and regulatory data right at your fingertips with an easy-to-use system. Backed by a team of experts with deep aviation knowledge offering 24-7, 365 support. After 50 years in the business, we have built a growing reputation for getting our customers more aircraft uptime. That's why thousands of aircraft operators worldwide have already discovered the power of Varion. Say goodbye to downtime and hello to increased efficiency and profitability. Visit Varion.com to learn more. Varion, let's get you more uptime. We're back now with Barrington Irving and our discussion about his work to bring young people and young African-Americans in particular into careers in the aviation industry. And we'll meet two of those people now, beginning with Vontre Curry, who is a commercial single-engine pilot and one of the first graduates from the Barrington Irving Technical Training School, or BITS. He's presently employed at an FBO at Miami International Airport and is working on his CFI rating. Vontre, what first drew you to aviation as a possible career path? My dad was in the Air Force and he retired after 20 years as a tech sergeant. So you can kind of say since birth, I've basically been surrounded by airplanes with my dad taking me to the air shows 
but I didn't really see myself be becoming a pilot up until I uh, went to, well, we moved to Homestead after we got stationed down to Homestead. The high school that I went to, Homestead Senior High, they actually had an elective where we used to fly the flight simulator. So it was a class where each uh, computer had its own flight simulators. And then for me, after graduating uh, high school, I was looking into colleges and then the community college over here, Miami-Dade uh, College, had the major professional pilot technology. And that really, originally, like it was, I was deciding to go to engineering or, well, I was just undecided as far as what I wanted to do with flying. And it was just something that sparked me. I've all, like I said, I've always been around planes and just seeing air shows. So you can kind of say I've been embedded into this world of aviation for a while now. What obstacles did you encounter along that path, Vontre? I think it's just everyone's obstacle and the biggest one being the money or the financial cost for it to be able to fly. For my private pilot, I worked at Amazon doing overnight and I also worked at X-Ray 51 down in Homestead. And that's how I kind of got into getting my PPL. And that's how I more so paid it off. After I got like my instrument and my commercial, it was just a better thing to pursue getting the getting the loan. That was like the biggest obstacle for me. I'd say as far as the training, doing the work, like they say, if it was that easy, anybody could do it. But at the end of the day, you have to put in the work. And I think just me coming this far, knowing that like, I actually did the work and you can't cheat it is the best outcome. My third guest is Javon Jackson, a support technician with Extreme Aviation and like Vontre, a BITS graduate. But Javon, I understand your path to the industry was anything but conventional. Coming into the aviation industry, it was um, it was life changing. It was inspiring. It was it was motivating. I came from a background of committing a crime that that changed my life for the worst. So with me getting arrested while being incarcerated, I had an opportunity of going to boot camp. I only had two options uh, from that. I had an option of going to prison or going to boot camp. And that, that's a, that six months is a long time going through that boot camp. While being in boot camp, getting towards the end, about to go back, I got the opportunity of getting into the aviation industry. What went through your mind, Javon, as you listened to Barrington's presentation at that boot camp? A bit of everything, really. My eyes were open, my jaw was dropped, but yes, I still kept it in the back of my head as like, can I really do this? But at the same time, I kept in my head as in like, this is an opportunity of a lifetime. So if I don't take this now, you never know if an opportunity like this will come ever again in your life. So once once I heard about the opportunity, I was like, I'm going to take a leap of faith. And then that leap of faith took me to places that I never even dreamt of. That's a hell of a story, Javon. And kudos to you and Vontre both for finding your places in our industry. And thanks to you as well, Barrington, for striving to bring new faces into aviation through the flying classroom and its evolution into bits. Our industry is screaming for people especially business aviation, we need people. And, and we're competing amongst each other. We're competing with other industries. And I look at it and I'm saying, man, if you look at every airport, every airport has some type of community right next to it. Think about that. So the irony is we're saying we need people. And I look at the communities right next door and there are people that are there. It's just how do they access and how do you create a process to enroll individuals, not only into collegiate programs, but how can we enroll individuals from the community in general 
who can be upskill and immediately get a start in our industry. And it was honestly a, 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 a simple concept. And of course, it's a lot of work. I'm not downplaying the work, but I knew it could be done. And we, you know, we piloted this program. Uh, we started off with 17 and 15 of them were successful and we piloted it and, and it, it was a tremendous success. So I just say, hey, look, we need people and there are people right next door. What are we going to do about it? I'm so glad you mentioned that because this industry does look intimidating from the outside looking in. Just look at the fences topped with razor wire around large airports or people disappearing into an FBO and then leaving on board a jet. The hardest aspect of bringing people into the industry, I think, Barrington, is letting them know they can walk in that door and find not just a welcoming community, but an exciting and potentially lucrative career as well. We need to pull people from general community into our industry, have them focus on technician-oriented careers, and then they would want to also pursue becoming a certified AMP or get the on-the-job experience to take the AMP exam. And we saw that opportunity exists, and it's working. You know, that phase one was that, and then phase two became okay, now can you do this with someone who is not studying to become an AMP? Can, can that individual uh, become a technician assistant or, or help to overhaul landing gear or do different things? One of the things that we announced is, hey, we wanted to create the Barrington Urban Technical Training School where our whole mission is not to replace colleges and universities, but simply upskill people in a short period of time recruit them from these communities, and how many people really want to go visit a corrections department or whatever the case may be. But we know we're not afraid of that, and we're not afraid of going, whether it's a park or a classroom or wherever, and and really build a culture around us. Absolutely. Vontre, what do you think we should be doing to bring more people into our industry, especially from segments of the community that remain underrepresented in business aviation? kind of go off of just the bitch program and with Barrington, him having that program has set us basically so far into the aviation career. Just what he's done with the flying crash room, this new part of flying crash room with bits, just to be able to um, train people, you can kind of say zero to hero where a lot of the maintenance side of the aviation industry, a lot of these jobs, you need your AMP or some type of mechanic work to be able to actually get the job. And it's kind of hard when people have these aspirations to want to go into this industry and you don't know like a place to start. So for him to have the bits, well, the bits class and for us to learn, for example, safety wiring, how do these tools work and for us to just actually go to these um, companies and actually see the hands-on on the job training and just to be ready to be able to go to these jobs i feel like that's the best thing that can happen for us and that's what a lot of other people should do and the part to encourage others to pursue aviation careers it's just more so the push i think 
a lot of us, and especially me, it was more so a thing where I had to surround myself with the people that were doing something that I wanted to do. But I think that's like the best thing that someone can do is just try to figure out a way for them to get into the door. You may see planes departing from like Miami International, but you don't think of anything or the background that goes behind it. There's just so many things in business aviation, even like tech or uh, support being a dispatcher all these jobs no one really knows about until you take like a step into aviation javon what do you think sharing the story let them know that you can do this too give the people the the chance to experience the aviation industry to where it opens up their mind and be like you know what i, I want to do this because it, it'll give you a, a totally different outlook and experience on what to do and how to do it and I would say this career, it's its completely different from just being a mechanic or working any other place. This is a totally different ballgame. Part of what we have to look at as an aviation community is who's willing to actually do these things, right? Working on a ramp at an FBO is not easy. Being a technician in a hangar, whether it's freezing cold outside or extremely hot, it's not easy. And one of the things I looked at is Everyone talks about hiring and recruitment, but before COVID, we were on a very dangerous trend where there was a lot of attrition. And I don't think it's something that was talked about enough because for every seven or 10 people hired, only two or three of them would actually make it. So I looked at one, what's the culture we can create around this? Two, how can we actually empower individuals to really get a realistic vantage point, right? We just spoke about intimidation, but provide a realistic vantage point to candidates where they can look at this and say, you know what, this is hard work, but this is something I want to be a part of. And I, I think our industry struggles with that. And in addition, creating experiences, right? When we first started this, the whole focus was, if you create worthwhile experiences, individuals will want to be part of it. And to see it over and over again uh, replicating itself, you know, it's really going to force aviation to look at the experiences we're giving people and the purpose that we're giving people. What would you say to a student or young person, Barrington, who might be looking across the street at an airport or seeing a plane fly overhead? And they might still feel like those opportunities are closed off to them. How would you encourage them? Things have changed. Time has changed. And just give it a chance. Aviation is an industry that requires a high level of excellence. And I, I was a former athlete, right? When, when you're playing ball, there's a saying, right? Ball don't lie. And the reason why I, I, I mention that is because Yes. Is this going to be a, a, a challenge? A hundred percent. And so are many other fields and industries. If you can't pick yourself up and get up again to take on the challenge, then this is not for you. But if you're looking for something that's different, if you're looking for something where literally no two days are the same, uh, you get a chance to work with some amazing people, just give it a chance. It's, it's hard work, but that's okay. Uh, so are many other things in life. And, and, I, and I think that's what our industry wants to share with everyone is that amidst the hard work is tremendous opportunities and tremendous rewards. 
Vontre, what would you say to someone who's looking at aviation as a career, or perhaps someone who has even started out on that journey, but maybe questioning themselves a bit? This is a phrase that me and my mom would always say, and it's the one thing that has definitely kept me going through this whole journey is just to climb and maintain through this whole journey. It may get turbulent or we may inter- uh, we may get bad weather through the through the climb. But at the end of the day, we're going to still continue to climb and get that altitude. So the biggest advice that I can give someone is just to keep going. Surround yourself with uh, people that want to do the same thing as you. Surround yourself with the circle that just wants to see the best for you. For me, it was very hard in the beginning because I didn't know anyone. It was just a mental battle, like a you versus you thing. And I think, well, for me, I, I ended up getting through. But of course, it's just a me versus me battle. But uh, just, to, just to keep going, I think that's like the biggest advice. It may get hard. Even for me, I, I failed my IFR check ride and I was hurt. But just with the, cir- the, the circle that I had around me and knowing that it wasn't the end of the world, like I survived the, the flight, so it can't be the end of the world. And I was ready for the next flight. And here I am with my commercial license and I'm IFR rated. So like what other, I, other, other pilots have told me is just to keep going. Like at the end of the day, especially with my commercial license being done, the hard part is over. Now it's just building time and to, to get there. So just keep going. Don't doubt yourself on what you, what you can put your mind to. If you can put your mind to it, if you can even give you give yourself the slightest belief that you can do it, you're going to go super far. Don't don't go based off where you came from or or what you did or or even just looking at yourself and what what happened in the past. I would say look towards the future. Know that there's change everywhere you go. There's change if you believe in it. So like I would just tell someone, just do not do not doubt yourself. Keep that belief. Keep that momentum. Yeah, that's that's basically it. I, I would tell them, keep your momentum. It's a once in a lifetime chance. Javon, thanks again to you and Vontre for sharing your experiences with us. And to learn more about the Barrington Irving Technical Training School, check out bitschool.com. That's B-I-T-T school.com. And for more information about NBAA's efforts supporting diversity, equity, and inclusion throughout business aviation, visit nbaa.org forward slash diversity. And that's the latest from the National Business Aviation Association. Remember, you can subscribe to all Flight Plan episodes at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, or wherever you find your favorite podcasts, including by asking your virtual assistant or connected device. Of course, you can also download Flight Plan directly from nbaa.org. I'm Rob Finfrock. Thanks for listening, and join us next time for a new episode of Flight Plan. Wow, right, base, sending out a 3500. All right, we got him inside. We're still in fact 170.